0: Welcome to the Commercial Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us to lead, learn, and laugh. I'm Michael Bull, your host to the world of commercial real estate. Our topic today is social media strategies that work. You know, I've been reading about and utilizing social media myself for my show and my, my company for many years, and I've had the opportunity to interview a lot of people in the social media world on this show. I've also had the opportunity to speak at events with several social media experts. And one thing that I've learned that's very, very important through all of that is you really need a well-engineered social media strategy. Well, please welcome my guest today, Les Atkins, CEO and founder of Orange SMS Social Media Solutions. Les, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, Les, as we've talked uh, on panels before, I've been really impressed with with you, you providing an overall strategy, because I think when a lot of business people and companies get involved in social, medias, they, uh, social media, they start working in some of the systems and they haven't really thought of a, of a good plan. What are some preliminary considerations for a company or, or a business user when they just get started or maybe they've started and it's not working that well what should they consider as an overall plan to get started properly
1: well the best you know the best plan is a good strategy and so one of the things that people in social media have a tendency to unfortunately not do is look at an overall strategy they hire somebody who knows facebook or they hire somebody who knows linkedin or they hire somebody who knows twitter or name your favorite flavor of the month Mm -hmm. uh and then so they're stuck to that one platform by having an overarching (laughs) strategy that's a social business strategy Mm -hmm. they are are able to look at everything they're doing and mirror it back to that strategy and if it doesn't fit within that strategy then it they shouldn't do it Uh, and, and so companies have strategies when they start their business they have strategies on how to raise capital they have strategies on how to expand they have even exit strategies but it amazes me how many people get into social media without any type of strategy at all. So the first thing that a company should do is uh, work with an organization or
0: work with internal to actually build an actual strategy. So let's talk a little bit about that strategy. So what do you want to think about? Do you want to think about who your customers are, what are they interested in, their demographic, what types of things would help you develop that strategy?
1: So one of the biggest things you need to determine is who's is your audience. So there, there's kind of a list. So who's your audience? What do you want that audience to do other than just buy stuff? Because <laughs> everybody's like, well, I want them to buy stuff or buy my <laughs> services or products. But right. you know, what do you want them to accomplish? What, what mind? Uh, what, what shift in their behavior do you want to have happen? Buy stuff. <laughs> but yeah, buy stuff exactly, and then and then the strategy is around there, and then the last thing is to choose the uh, the platform or the technology that you're going to use based on the answers to the first two. Now, your audience may be segmented, so you may have several different audiences depending on your organization and your company. So, you may have to have a strategy for every single one of those, those audiences. And there's a really kind of shift happening where the audience is determining, you know, what you the strategy they want from you as opposed to you just saying, okay, we're going to tell them that we want them to go into our stores or we want to tell them that we want them to buy a widget. The audience has turned and it's changing on I'm gonna let I'm gonna tell you how to tell me how to shop with you and how to work with me. And so you need to understand both innovation what's happening out there in the in the world the the innovation and technology from a mobile standpoint as well as from the social media standpoint to understand that your strategy is fluid. It's not something that you're just going to sit down, knock out, and then be done. It's a very fluid strategy. You have to always keep looking at it. But the, the first thing to do is start with a strategy.
0: Okay, and that's a good point. It's kind of like your your website now you used to in the back in the day you could make a great website and kind of leave it there and you were okay and right. now you have to adjust it you have to change it you have to provide information uh, that attracts people and attracts the uh, search engines right exactly and, and also like user generated
1: content mm-hmm. so let me ask you a question though you've been doing this for several years and, and seen you know mm-hmm. the nice thing about people who have been doing social media for several years is they they've gone through the bumps and bruises and mistakes and it's still a learning process so yeah. what have you found in your business that helps
0: you out from a strategic point of view. Yeah, you do learn what works and what doesn't exactly. work and, uh, and how to save time. You know, our, our strategy is, you know, we run the uh, national radio show and, uh, and then we also have a commercial real estate business. So, mm-hmm. you know, in the commercial real estate business, uh, a lot of our uh, clients are in the southeast and uh, they own real estate uh, or they run businesses that need real estate and then we're also looking to attract uh, brokers to if they're considering a change to consider our shop so we put out information that we think is interesting to both our clients in the real estate industry that may want to buy or sell properties or or need space for their business Um, and then we also put out information we think that might be interesting to real estate uh, brokers and agents to kind of attract them and I think the you know the the world has gone from from push marketing mm-hmm. where companies really push their marketing out there to really attracting people hasn't right. it do you see that as well
1: yeah I see a big a big difference so but it, it amazes me that there are a lot of big companies that are still using that push marketing mm-hmm. but it's more attraction marketing meaning that you are trying to build that loyalty and trust mm-hmm. so companies that are winning that game are gonna be here in the next five to 10 years. Companies that are losing that game, and the game is building that trust and loyalty, not just selling your services. So there's been a, it's kind of a paradigm shift. It's that old corporate model of what's my bottom line. And what we're finding and what we're seeing in the this the public in general, is that they're kind of tired of that model. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if they believe in your organization, and it's an age thing, if they believe in your organization and they believe in what you're doing, then they'll be more likely to purchase your services or purchase your products or work with your organization. If they don't believe in your company or product, no matter how much you put out there, I mean, you can like have it for free. And this audience, this demographic, this new group of people aren't going to do business with your company. Mm -hmm. So it's really about paying attention more to your audience and what they're doing as opposed to trying to get your audience to do something. From a mm-hmm. Perspective. Like, so we talked about you have to know what kind of behavior change you want them to make, but then you have to go back and say, okay, audience, how do you want us to make that behavior change? How do you want to go about making that behavior change? How can we help you make that behavior change as yeah. opposed to here, do it because we said so?
0: Yeah, well, that's interesting. You know, a lot of our listeners are in the commercial real estate industry. And and one thing that we've done, and and I don't know that it's really working yet or not, (laughs) uh, with our Twitter accounts is, you know, my Twitter account, at Bull Realty and and, and CRE underscore show, we put out information that might be interesting to people in in a vast real estate world. Right. Uh, But then we have specific accounts like, uh, you know, industrial and Atlanta office space and things like that. And we try to tweet out information that is interesting to businesses, that might want office space in Atlanta. So I think it's important uh, as, as a business user or a commercial real estate user to look at who your customer really is and what's interesting to them. Because if you're just pushing real estate information all the time and you really work with companies who lease space, well, they have other interests. And, right. and, and they're very rarely just interested in real estate. And they want to know about HR and they want to know about other things that affect their business, right?
1: Right. And here's a big thing. You know, I always hear the statement of, um why do i care that you walk your dog <laughs> so but here's the difference is pe- well, i hope you walk your dog the- <laughs> exactly i hope you walk your dog but here's but here's the difference is people want to do business with people mm-hmm. so if you're just putting out business information and you're just putting out you know specific information and i agree with you you got to put out information that's valuable to them and adds value to their lives and their mm-hmm. business work that things of that nature mm-hmm. but you also have to share about who you are because when i do business with um any type of organization like you're even in your company if i did business with you i'm, I'm doing business with an individual inside that organization mm-hmm. and i think that's where social media and social business strategy allows me to get to know the people without coming to the actual office or coming to th- the word type of
0: the word social's in there right? yeah the word social's <laughs>
1: in there exactly the word social's in there so it's more of a social understanding feeling like I'm connected with you, whether we've ever met or not. I mean, I want to know if you have kids, I want to know about your kids, you know, those type of things. And they're more likely to go to, to not only just do business with you, but come to work for your company to uh, promote your organization if they look at you as an entity of individuals as opposed to just an entity
0: that's trying to sell or increase your bottom line you know that's interesting because uh, occasionally i'll think well should i tweet that yeah i'm going for a boat ride today and and, and i think well who's going to care <laughs> exactly yeah but <laughs> there will a
1: boat ride yeah but people there are people yeah. and, and so the people that will care are the other people that own boats right and so or the people that wish they own boats or right. like the people that live on a lake and so mm-hmm. they're more likely to get their attention from just that one tweet i'm going on a boat ride than if you tweeted out the legislation has changed for commercial realtors. Right. So I think both of those are, are 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 important, but I think the biggest thing is to have that overarching strategy that reaches
0: your audience from all levels. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. And so uh, we're gonna take a break here, but when we get back, we're gonna talk about where your customers are, which systems they're on, and how to reach out to in the right way and have the right strategy for success. So stay tuned. More social media strategies that work. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800 800- four zero eight bull. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. If you'd like to know the absolute latest on any commercial real estate related subjects, check out our on-demand show podcasts. For example, we have some very informative shows on Twitter and LinkedIn. There are lots of shows to choose from. Just grab your smartphone, tablet, or computer and visit iTunes or the show website, commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, today we're talking about social media strategies that work and we're talking about things that work and that don't work with uh, Les Atkins with Orange SMS. And before the break, we started talking about strategies and part of those strategies is looking at the various platforms. So how do you know which platforms to work and where your customers really are? so it depends again on your strategy we we talk
1: a lot about strategy and understanding who your audience is so those are the first two keys is know who your audience is and where they are so for example we talk about the top three right so you've got linkedin facebook and twitter um and there's been a lot of a lot in the news lately about who's better and, and and you know how much is a individual worth on that platform but one of the things is that people need to keep in mind, it's truly about what your business does. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking during the break about how, you know, from a commercial real estate point of view, pictures are involved, a lot mm-hmm. of pictures. And so Instagram would be a really good one for uh, from a, a commercial real estate And per some people may not
0: think about that. Yeah,
1: some people might that. not think about Instagram, yeah. or they might not think about Tumblr or Flickr or some other mm-hmm. ones that have actually created. And interestingly enough, uh, you know, October 2013, mm-hmm. there was a... Uh, top 15 that came out and number five was myspace so we forget about myspace but myspace has gone back to the roots from a perspective of music a more indie understanding that, that what made them the big in the first place so when and, i sing
0: in the shower i should load it to my yeah you should load it to myspace <laughs> and see how many hits you get so <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: but but one of the things is you know if you're trying to find an audience and, and you know truly who your audience is then it will help you choose the platform and I think Mm -hmm. the biggest challenge that businesses have is that there's so many platforms out there Mm -hmm. that they're using a shotgun effect and like okay well which ones you know I don't know which ones are going to work for me and the reason why they don't know which ones are going to work for them is because they really don't know their audience I mean Mm -hmm. if you ask 10 business owners or 10 executives who their audience actually is That's one of the most difficult questions they have to answer Mm -hmm. because you get answers like everyone's our audience. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone can't be your audience. You know, it's like, so well, no, everyone is our audience. Okay. Well, what are the segments of your audience? You know, things of that nature, whether it's B2C or B2B. And so what have you found from a perspective? I know that you do a lot and have been doing a lot on platforms and things like that. So what platforms have you found that were
0: for you? You know, we use LinkedIn a good bit Mm -hmm. and uh, we use LinkedIn groups. And uh, we also use uh, Twitter a lot. I really personally enjoy Twitter. Yeah, uh, I think I get more from it than I than I provide to it. Right, right. As far as entertainment and interest in, and business information, you know, so so I like those. And one that really surprised us, I spoke at a large event a couple weeks ago, and when I got back, uh, James told me that our Facebook was was lit up. Yeah, and that really surprised me that that people interested in commercial real estate are really on Facebook.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And interestingly enough, so, so you may, your audience may change, but here's where it comes here. Here's where the audience becomes so important. Mm -hmm. So there are a ton of, you know, we, we forget about Google analytics Mm -hmm. and it's free and it gives you so much information. And the point is, is that you really need to understand not only who your audience is, but where your audience is looking for what information. So, for example, we mentioned Pinterest, and we talked about that it's majority women, right? And and, and that's changing, but but right mm-hmm. now it's still the majority women. So the biggest make a note th-
0: of that. That's where the women. That's are. That's where the women okay, are. I yeah, that's it. where the all it. you single people out there. That's Just where the kidding, are. honey.
1: <laughs> so so, but the point is the point is is that we forget. Like you mentioned, LinkedIn groups. There's also Google Plus groups. Mm-hmm. We forget that within these platforms are very focused groups that are looking for specific things, there's photography, there's real estate, Mm -hmm. there's singles meetup, there's there's, you know, over 50 meetup, there's, Mm -hmm. there's all these different things that actually from a perspective of platforms, where you depending on the information you're putting out there, depending on what you want to accomplish from that will totally depend on your platform. So if you're trying to hit tweens, meaning 15 and under, and you're doing a marketing or social Uh, media campaign on Facebook they're not there. They're not there anymore. They're not there anymore. Because their parents are there. Because their (laughs) parents are there and (laughs) and it's called creeping and they got creeped out so they left Facebook. Now they still have profiles so I get get this argument all the time. Well I see them on there. They're on there. They have profiles on there but they're not using it. So they're posting exactly very small things so their parents still think they're there but they're using other (laughs) ones like Twitter and things of that nature that are other platforms. So it truly depends on who your audience is as to what platform you choose. And Mm -hmm. so the biggest thing is knowing your audience. We always go back to that and people go, well, wait a minute, this person over here tells me that they can get me a great convergence rate on Facebook. Probably can, but again, it depends on your audience. Over here, you've got this person who's going to train me on how to use LinkedIn. Well, it's kind of, we've kind of segmented in the social media world about different specialties And my argument is if you only hire someone that knows LinkedIn and let's say your audience is on LinkedIn, but here's the thing about social media audiences move. Mm -hmm. So if they move off LinkedIn and you hired somebody or work with somebody who only knows LinkedIn, then when they move off of there, you got to hire somebody else. If you have an overarching strategy that helps you understand that social media is fluid then you, you can make that strategy fit and follow your audience as to as opposed to trying to make it work in one platform where your audience either was or is or may not be anymore
0: so what happens less if a lot of your audience is on twitter and you're not aware of that or you haven't bothered with it and you're not on twitter if your audience is on twitter
1: and you're not aware of it guess what they don't do business with you
0: you don't exist to you
1: them, don't right. exist to them well yeah. it's kind of like from the perspective we talked earlier uh, in our last panel mm-hmm. panel we were just on mm-hmm. uh about mobile mm-hmm. you know so many businesses don't even have their websites mm-hmm. mobily enhanced mm-hmm. and that's such an easy thing to do
0: nowadays as, a, mm-hmm. as let alone have an app or or an actual mobile application and, and i want to talk some more about that but before this this segment's over i also want to ask you about um google plus yeah. And, you know, you talk about well, where your customers are and which ones should you use. How important is Google Plus? So, it's,
1: it, I think, some maybe you said it, you need Google juice. Mm-hmm. So, it's changing a little bit from last time we spoke about Google Plus. Mm-hmm. So, Google Plus, though, if you're not using Google Plus, they, you know, they... They take their own their own medicine, meaning that if you're really active on Google+, the chance of you getting a little bit better on the search engines, things of that nature. Yeah,
0: go figure. Google likes Google+. Google Plus. likes
1: Google+. Plus. <laughs> However, they've yeah. recently come out and said that that's not the case, that it's based off of okay. a completely different algorithm. However, I've seen, just from experience, that people that are using it on Google Plus are usually the ones that are getting some of the hits on, on their search engine. But yeah, Google Plus actually did come out and, and the gate that called it a myth because of the fact that they changed their algorithm. I think they kind of got, they didn't want to be known as Google likes Google Plus. And what about YouTube? <laughs> they get purchased by Google. Mm-hmm. And why do you think Google purchased them? Because they were the second largest search engine coming up on Google's heels. Mm-hmm people are going to YouTube first to find things and not going to Google. Yeah. So YouTube is very, we're a very visually oriented society and a very visual oriented group of people. So YouTube is great because you literally can find anything on there from making a casserole to how to start a business.
0: I agree, I think YouTube is very important and we use it for both the show and the, the company side of the business. Well, another thing that some people say is, I don't have time for social media. So we'll get into that and more social media strategies that work. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by France Media. France Media provides exposure to the world of commercial real estate. Visit francemediainc.com or call 404-832-8262. welcome back. I'm Michael Bull and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show. Each week here we focus on a topic of interest to business owners, entrepreneurs, and real estate people. If you'd like to know the topic and the guest each week, you're invited to sign up for a once a week email announcing the show topic at commercialrealestateshow.com. Well, our topic today is social media strategies that work. Yes, I can say that. And we're talking with Les Atkins with Orange SMS. And and Les, one of the things I hear from a lot of business people about social media is, I don't really have time for that. What do you say to that? So I'll get
1: into actually how to make time for it. Mm -hmm. But let me ask the question. And Mm -hmm. you've heard me ask this question before. Mm -hmm. When five, six, seven, eight years ago mm-hmm. were people using email. So the answer would be no. Mm-hmm. But now if you ask the question, how many of you could make it through your day without email? I'd like to. Exactly, I'd <laughs> like you to do, but, but we don't. Yeah. Email has just become part of our daily routine. That we
0: didn't have time for. That we didn't then. have
1: time for because email never worked. I don't have time for it, it's one more thing. Well, now we live and die by email. Well, the same thing is going to happen to social media. It's those people who make time and and, and work it into their schedule. It's either going to be forced on them like email was for some organizations and people, or you can actually start putting it into your habit of day-to-day. And the easiest way to do that is to put it in your habit day-to-day is to do 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes in the middle of the day, and 15 minutes at the end of your day. And so if you do that, on a consistent basis you'll keep up with what you need to keep up with and you'll be able to post enough so that you'll start creating that digital brand
0: okay presence you know i guess i do that somewhat you know i'll read articles uh on my business and research on the show and i'll do that at night or in the morning and if i see something i think it'd be interesting to to my followers and connections i'll go ahead and tweet it out or or post it on google plus or something so uh, I'm, i'm reading those things anyway and that makes it easy
1: Right, exactly, and like like for me now, I'm social media is what I do for a living, but. Mm But I just do it right away. So if I'm looking at my Twitter account or looking at my LinkedIn or whatever it is, and I see something of interest that I think might be of interest to my audience, I'll immediately push it back out Mm -hmm. or retweet it or actually, you know, go to the actual article and then tweet it from my perspective on the account. So there's lots of ways to incorporate it into your day-to-day activity. It's just a matter of making the decision to do that.
0: Okay. And there's also some uh, sometimes free tools that can help too, right? Yeah,
1: there's some great tools that allow you. So people always say, well, well, I never have time to post or how do I post or, you know, I can sit down and do I have to write something every day? Well, there's Hootsuite uh, that's a free tool and there's some other ones out there. So if you Google free social media tools, it'll give you a, a very long laundry list of different ones that allow you to actually do different things like alert you if certain keywords are, are stated, or it also allows you to uh, back up posts and schedule them. So meaning that the organization, let's say you tweet on it, want to tweet on a daily basis, but you could actually have a bunch of tweets already written to go out on a per, uh, and schedule an them on intervals to go out day every day. Now there's a plus to that, and there's a danger to that. The mm-hmm. plus to that is that it's good if you do it in a very small time frame. If you're looking a month out, the com- your audience might completely change, or something in the world or economy might change, so that
0: if you do too many in advance. You start putting out material that's no longer relevant. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And, and one of the ways that we save time with it as well is we divide the social media uh, systems with different people in our company. Yeah, you know, so we'll all contribute a little bit, so it's not falling all on one person uh, all the time. And and another thing that, that some of the people ask is, uh, in in house or out house? And I'm not talking about the outhouses with <laughs> a little moon on them, right? Right. Uh, but you know, using people outside to help them, or should they do it inside? How do you a- answer that? So,
1: I- to answer that question again. What is your strategy? I know I keep, I always keep going back to that, but it's very important. So what's your overarching strategy? I, I want them
0: to buy stuff. I want them to buy stuff. To buy stuff. <laughs>
1: well, so here's the thing. You just mentioned it, that you and your organization break it out to different people within the organization mm. to do different things on tweeting and, and, and you know posting and things of that nature, even YouTube and things of that nature. So in-house, out-house. There are a lot of companies that are talking about outsourcing, we'll outsource your complete social media and your social strategy and things of that nature. Even my organization has an aspect of that, we'll provide a project manager to do that because that's what companies want. Now, the ultimate goal is that you really need to figure out how to do it internally. And let me give you a great example Mm -hmm. of that. Um, Advertising agencies uh, were gigantic, they were big, they got millions and millions and millions of dollars and they were, you outsourced your ad, your advertising and marketing to them. So what's happened now is that you, once you actually have created the advertising and marketing, when that budget went down, you got rid of some of the advertising and marketing. Social media is one of those things that you have to keep going. So if you
0: outsource it and your budget goes down, you have to get rid of it and you'll be left with nothing. That's a good point. All right, we're going to have more social media strategies that work for you. I'm Michael Bull, and this is The Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. Does your company provide professional services to the commercial real estate industry? The Commercial Real Estate Show is an excellent way to reach your target audience. For advertising options, visit CommercialRealEstateShow.com or call 888 888- 888 Six One two show. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is the Commercial Real Estate Show where we're always having fun. We're invited to check out Commercial Real Estate Show TV. That's right. I said, TV. Just visit YouTube and search for the channel Commercial Real Estate Show. You'll be glad you did. Our topic today is social media strategies that work. We're talking with Les Atkins with Orange SMS. And Les, I'd like to ask you about things that don't work because how do you know it works if you don't know it doesn't work? What really doesn't work out there in the social media world for business users? If
1: you're just starting out in social media and you immediately try to sell something, it doesn't work. Okay. period so like if you're if you haven't done anything or put out anything and you just created your profile and the first thing you say is buy my stuff Mm -hmm. that doesn't work Mm -hmm. Um, also it doesn't work if you put out a hundred different types of posts on the same subject Mm -hmm. so meaning that if you're trying to a lot of people try to dress it up Mm -hmm. Uh, we call it salesy Mm sell. you know so you try to dress it up Um, it, it's. I talk about it like this from a perspective of, of making sure you know if you if if you wouldn't do it or say it mm-hmm. to a family member or friend, then it's not going to work in social media.
0: Okay. The same thing. Like if you're at a party, if uh, if there's not something you'd come to a group of people at a party and talk about, then it probably doesn't work in social media. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You don't come to a group of people at a party and say, "Would you like to buy an office building?"
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they they look at you and go. But amazingly enough, there are some people that might do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, it, it, then they go with the numbers game. There's an old adage of if I talk to enough people, then I'm going to get one or two of those people. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't really work that way in social media. The, the downside of it is if you do something wrong in social media, they're much less forgiving. It takes a lot longer to overcome that than it would be in just an advertising campaign or in talking to someone. It takes a lot longer to overcome doing something
0: wrong on social media than it does in other traditional or even traditional environments interesting so so don't go out and flog your wares go out and try to build relationships yeah so we talk yeah credibility
1: yeah build relationships build credibility we talk about
0: you have to build
1: trust and loyalty Mm -hmm. first Mm -hmm. uh and because your audience has become different people are a lot more aware i mean think about it just 10 years ago people were a lot less aware of how business worked how you know economics worked how advertising and marketing worked and how television commercials worked and all that stuff so nowadays we talk about our audience is much more educated and interestingly enough if you're trying to reach the audience on social media they're even a little bit more
0: educated than the general masses interesting um so let's talk about some specific um platforms that you that (laughs) doing things that don't work what should you not do on some of the, the platforms so on google plus
1: is a great example you should be a lot more open so what you should not do you should never sell your wares on google plus now because google's so vast you can have a google page Mm -hmm. that allows you to talk about your services and things of that nature but google plus is much more community oriented much more How's your day? What's the best photograph? A great picture of Atlanta, New York or DC or San Francisco or Hong Kong. You know, those are it's more of a that type of community. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, you know, don't the big thing lately is, you know, never get in an argument. <laughs> I mean, businesses and, and there's a there's a classic, and I don't remember the name of the company, I wish I did, but there's a classic back and forth with the audience in this company, and the company was like just at the end just berating this one person or, and then a couple of people. So what will happen is you'll get people to gang up on you. So never get into an argument with anyone on social media. If they say something that you don't agree with, very tactfully just say you don't agree with it and then let it die.
0: Okay. How about Twitter? What should we not do on Twitter?
1: Twitter. Uh, the biggest thing on Twitter is for lack of a better word of not doing is be transparent. Don't lie mm-hmm. would be a good thing on Twitter. Don't say you're doing something if you're not doing it. My mother it. told me that when I was I know. A yeah, kid there's lots of things. And my first boss. There's a lot of things we learned in kindergarten <laughs> that actually work really well in social media. Yeah. Uh, you know, be nice to your friends and share and so I mean the biggest thing on Twitter to not do is is don't lie and again the biggest thing is just don't always be selling. Mm-hmm. Give valuable information for free. That's the hardest thing for businesses to understand is there are a ton of content and articles and things out there that have been written about your industry or about your, uh, your cause or things of that nature. Share that information first. And it's the old adage of, if I build a relationship with you, then eventually you'll come and buy my services. So don't be really pushy either. Don't say things like that. You know, you've got to come to my store because we're the best in the industry. Mm-hmm. Those types of things are better left to your advertisement your your marketing aspects outside of social media, not in social media. Okay.
0: Well, one thing that we've learned uh, not to do I think on Twitter yeah uh is you know if we're typically posting you know three to to six things or four to five things a day that sometimes we'll go to an event and we might post 15 to 20 posts and we'll see some folks unfollowing because they're following they're used to having informative tweets uh four or five a day but we've pushed 20 or 25 through their through their river information they're like ah let's quit following this it's too much right
1: right right so you've got to spend a lot of time on understanding how often your audience wants to hear from you Mm -hmm and then keep stay consistent. They don't want to hear
0: from me every second, do they?
1: They probably don't. But they don't want to hear from anyone from every second. <laughs> right. So, I right. mean, but but keep in mind that the biggest thing to keep in mind of the don'ts is don't do anything on social media that you wouldn't want
0: your family members or your mom to see that you did. All right. That's a good point. You know, and next, the next segment, we're going to get into advertising because that's what makes social media really work for these companies. So people are advertising. You can't flog your wares, but we'll talk about what you can and can't do in advertising. We'll also share ways that you can learn more about proper social media strategies. I'm Michael Bull. This is the Commercial Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you in part by your friends at Bull Realty. When your business requires proven performance, visit bullrealty.com or call 800 408 Bull. Welcome back. I'm Michael Bull, and this is The Commercial Real Estate Show. You're invited to connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Google, and Twitter. You can find all our social media contacts at commercialrealestateshow.com. And our topic today is social media. And we're talking about strategies that really work and some that don't work. We're talking with Les Atkins with Orange SMS. And Les, you can't flog your wares, right? Or just not right, right, on, right. on social media. But the way social media companies make money is through advertisers. So I guess some people are advertising. Yes. But what are some do's and don'ts there?
1: So in advertising, Mm -hmm. make it very quick and make it to the point. So don't give, don't be very grandiose about your promises. Meaning that if you're trying to sell them a service and you think it's the best in town, say more of keep it very short and precise, what is it going to do for them? So meaning that you've got to have a specific goal in mind for every advertising. You can't have that advertisement out there in social media that is going to you think reach everyone because everyone is your audience and that's the beauty of social media advertising right you can really pick a segment you can you can pick a segment you can yeah. pick a demographic you can even pick a locale mm-hmm. so it, it, you know it's
0: really focused marketing focused advertising so for us if we like to think we have the best commercial real estate for sale marketing in the country but if we want to advertise in Atlanta maybe we say Atlanta, and maybe say, it's okay advertising and <laughs> marketing well, in Atlanta.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. So so for exactly what you said, we have the best mm-hmm. company in the country. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you would, in your locale marketing on your social media platform with Atlanta, you would say what makes you the best, not mm-hmm. that you're the best in the country, that mm-hmm. you, you just need to be right. more focused on we get uh we get more discounts for our tenants mm-hmm. or we we have better relationships long-term relationships with owners i see as a, so you've got to be more specific okay and it's got to be short because remember the world has add right. so it's got to be very very short so if you can't say it in a very short piece of time then it probably is not going to be an
0: effective advertising. Okay, well, that makes sense. And let's talk about ways that our listeners and and viewers on uh, YouTube can learn more about social media. One of the things that that I did to get started, and it seemed to to work well, is to really follow people who are really active in social media in my industry and kind of watch and listen to what they're doing. Is that a good philosophy to it
1: is a good philosophy if they're doing the right
0: things. Yeah. So there's a, there's a there's a you can there, learn bad. Yeah.
1: There's an old adage yeah. of you know uh, practice makes perfect. Yeah. Well, the true statement is perfect practice makes perfect. Okay. Right. So you've got to be careful who you're following and who you're 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 looking to follow and mimicking what they're doing. Right. Um. So a key a rule of thumb and it still holds true, if other people call them experts, then chances are they do have some really good advice to give you on your social media. If they tout themselves as experts, run the opposite direction. (laughs) Because usually at the end of the day, they're going to charge you $5,000 for a bundle that may or may not be relevant and may or may not be uh, exactly all within The policies that you know I've talked about
0: what works. Okay and let's talk about some uh, books and websites where people can learn more about proper strategies.
1: So on the books there's a couple of older books uh, believe it or not that I I still find very relevant and one of those is uh, Trust by Chris Brogan. He's written a couple of other ones but Chris Brogan the first one's Trust. Kind of helps you understand if you're just starting out and trying to understand how to build trust within Mm -hmm. social media. Mm -hmm. The other one is by uh, Forrester and it's uh, Groundswell. And it kind of talks about how to do that community groundswell from a perspective of building your digital presence.
0: Okay. Well, Les, thanks for joining us today. We sure appreciate your insight. Thank you. Well, for more information from Les, visit mysilbert.com. That's my com. Well, be sure to join us next week. We'll explore healthcare real estate. Medical office buildings can be a great investment, and you'll learn more about the medical office building market and about office use strategies. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Michael Bull. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh, and join us for the Commercial Real Estate Show. The Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by your friends at Bull Realty, France Media, Atlanta Office Liquidators, and Wiseman, Noack, Curry, and Wilco. For more information about these companies or to access additional show podcasts, videos, or blogs, visit CommercialRealEstateShow.com.